Hey, what's up? This is Kat Jones, your host. Today is April 7th, 2020. I want to be part of your world here on Clear All Year. I'm here with my bro and sound producer and uh, co-host, McGee. I'm like, what up, stove? Stove? Yeah. What's that from? Obviously, that's we, a we've talked about this already. I can't do it again. Have we? Yeah. Oh, because there, and there was a fork. <laughs> yep, fork in the it, wrist it, in the shower. There was out. a fork. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Two I chains. What on earth is? So that song's about just. I think it's about utensils? making crack. Like his his wrist is is the fork is stirring the crack on his stove, and so the you stove. You make crack on a stove. That guy did. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it was like in a pot. He was stirring it with a fork. Is that like the time that Bobby Hill made like crack or or like amphetamine or something? It didn't seem nearly as fancy as that. Yeah, it didn't seem nearly as fancy as that. But I guess I don't know. Um, What was it? I was gonna say something. Probably. I don't know. Something about you know, McGee. Do you listen to many podcasts? I listen to a couple. Do you listen to... You don't listen to any true crime ones, I'm sure. No, not really. All the true crime ones seem to have this thing where they have to drink. And, like, I don't have to drink. I have noticed that from the true crime things. <laughs> yes, and it drives me crazy. And they're always like, today we're drinking whatever this beer is. So I am going to say what I'm drinking today. I am drinking water out of a goblet. So, I have... Coca-Cola in a can. I need to go get soda. I need to go get soda before things close. What else do I need? I don't know. I need uh, soda. Well, let's do this and then I'm you can gonna go die get without soda. soda. Um Little Mermaid. Screamed that into the mic. <laughs> uh, so the reason that we're being weird about the Little Mermaid today is because we're talking about the Little Mermaid. Technically <laughs> we're talking about um Hans Christian Andersen. But Little Mermaid. So, uh, so yeah, yesterday's episode was super rough. So today we're gonna talk about mermaids, but not the happy Disney version of mermaids, the depressing Hans Christian Andersen fairy tale mermaid. Sorry, uh, lame. So anyway, so here's a list of uh, Hans Christian Andersen's works that we all love that I thought were just like ancient fairy tales, but that he apparently wrote. So the yeah, Little Mermaid, yeah, right. So like the Little Mermaid, the Emperor's New Clothes, the Nightingale, which is one of my favorite fairy yeah, tales. I love that, but that's not him. I mean, that's it is. It's him. It's I ancient. looked it up. That's like well, that's what I thought. Wrong. But no, I looked it up, and everything said it was his. Well, the Princess right. and the Pea. I swear, I've read that in Grimm's. Right? Yeah. I don't know. I swear, the Ugly Duckling. I'm pretty sure that's a opera. I don't know. The Little Match Girl, which I thought, again, was something else. And then Thumbelina. Like, Thumbelina. I love Thumbelina. I had no idea. Well, first, I had no idea Thumbelina was a book because I'm a heathen. I don't actually know anything about Thumbelina. I watched Thumbelina, like, constantly when I was younger. How did, like, anyway, it's got the same voice as Ariel from Little Mermaid. So bringing it back around. Um, Hans Christian Andersen was, at the very least, bisexual. Um, the Little Mermaid is pretty, it, it's pretty confirmed that it's a 
metaphor for the unrequited love he felt towards towards someone named Edvard Collin. And I mean, it's a V, so I assume it's Edvard, but it's also Dutch. And I'm not yeah, going to sense. learn how to pronounce Dutch because I don't have time. Um, so he wrote a lot of letters to this Edvard, declaring his love in no uncertain terms, like back then. And, you know, I've said it's there have been times when flowery language made it hard to discern whether it was close friendships or actual romantic stuff. And there is absolutely no question that this was romantic <laughs> stuff. And um, for his part, Edvard Collins seemed to feel bad for Hans um, because he couldn't return his affection. And his memoirs indicate that he knew he definitely knew that Hans loved him and it, quote, caused the author much suffering. Um, but possibly the true love of Hans Christian Andersen's life. Um, I am not even going to remotely pronounce this cor correctly, but Rib Riborg? Riborg Voigt. I know it's Voigt. Yeah, I'm sure that's wrong. It's R-I-B-O-R-G. And that was his childhood sweetheart. And his love for her remained steadfast his entire life to the point that a letter she had written to him was found in his pocket when he died. Wow. So he just carried that around. So he um, definitely had a lot of people that he, you know, fell in love with. But she was the one, just the one, you know. So uh, let's get into the real story of The Little Mermaid. Um, she did not have a name. She wasn't Ariel. I don't know who came up with that. She's an unnamed mermaid, and she lives in fear of being unlovable. So that's, that's that different. tracks. <laughs> that's <laughs> she, um, she desires to be a human for two reasons. First, she learns that while humans have a shorter lifespan than mermaids, they have an eternal soul that mermaids don't have. And when mermaids die, they turn into sea foam and cease to exist. So... Whoa. That She's doing is this also, for immortality, eh? Yeah, that's like the for, thing that keeps me like I, I stare at the ceiling at night and and think about not existing. So <laughs> well, I mean, that's yeah. that's that thing right there. I understand that. Um, so the other reason she wanted to be human is because she fell in love with a human prince who rejected her even after she saved his life in basically the same scene from the Disney Little Mermaid, so they got that one correct. Uh, except, like, afterward, he was like, uh-uh. So, um, so to show the prince that she is worthy of love, she visited a sea witch, whose name was not Ursula, and she pleaded with her to give her legs. And so the witch gave her a portion that would give her legs in exchange for her voice and her tongue. So th that would have been freaky in a Disney movie. Uh, she told the mermaid that once she's a human, she can never return to the sea. And drinking the potion will feel like a sword going through her body, but will make her beautiful on land and able to dance better than any human. <laughs> what? But every step will feel as if she's walking on knives. So that's how uh. bad this, uh, this mermaid wanted this prince and wanted to have a soul and be loved or whatever. She was like, yeah, okay, that sounds good. And I'm like, no, that doesn't, but whatever. <laughs> so to make a long story short, too late, the 
Prince finds her washed up naked on the shore and is mesmerized by her beauty and her dancing skills for some reason. <laughs> she becomes his favorite friend, so she's put in the friend zone, and he declares he will not pursue a marriage arranged by his parents because he didn't love the princess that he was supposed to be marrying. He only loves the woman who rescued him, who he believes is someone other than the mermaid. She lives in a, uh, a temple, and I wasn't sure what that meant. Apparently she's learning things in the temple. I don't know. Um, but it turns out that the person living in the temple is the princess he was supposed to marry. And so he believes that the princess he was supposed to marry is the one who rescued him. And, um, so then they got married. They got married on board a ship and the mermaid was in attendance for some reason on the ship. Like, you know how Ariel swims out and then she gets on the ship except she's not, um going to stop Eric from marrying Vanessa. She's just already on there because she's like the best man or whatever. I don't know. Um, and uh, let's see what happened then. Oh, um, so once they got married, her heart was broken and the sea witch gave her a knife. Well, the sea witch gave her sisters a knife to give to her. Um, and if she stabbed the prince to death and let his blood flow onto her legs then she would get her fins back and <laughs> she beco could become a mermaid again and she could live with her family but then rather than kill the prince she jumped overboard and dissolved into foam but she didn't cease to exist because of her unrelenting pursuit of true love she became an earth spirit and after serving humanity for 300 years, she would be what? able to uh, um, gain an everlasting soul. What the heck so, is um, this? <laughs> it's, it's a fairy tale. I mean, it's such a fairy tale. I love Grimm's fairy tales where it's story. just like, yeah. And I mean, it's not even like a, I don't know. It's just as problematic as the movie, you know? It's just like, she's not worth anything without a man or whatever. Um... And so I found when I was researching this that I do not know who this is, but Hallie Bailey, I guess her name is, has been cast as Ariel in the upcoming live action Disney movie. And I will suffer no fools who want to complain about a black mermaid ruining their fragile childhoods. If you've got something to say about that, go whine at your white supremacist group because no one, no one... No one gonna care yeah, that's about what your the little sad for. life. You guys can go chat about your yeah. hatred. Yeah, somewhere. go go jump off a boat and turn into sea foam because <laughs> no one cares. Um, so that is the Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid was published on this date in history, and it was a. Uh, they keep calling it a love letter, and it's not a love letter. It's a story. That's a metaphor, but whatever. Yeah, not quite it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Well, cool. I guess um, I'll take over and get into our housekeeping here. Awesome. So um, if you would like us very much, or we would like you very much, I'm, I'm never going to get that right. i got to write it down. If you would something. like to like us, if you'd like to like, like you, us, we'd like you a lot. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, like our Facebook page, it's Queer All Year. Just um, like us. And if you want to get um, some more in-depth conversations and stuff, you can join the Queer All Year Mafia. Mafia! And uh, that's a great place to get inside info. You can also check us out on Twitter or Instagram at Queer All Year Pod. We tweet uh, every now and then and put some pictures up. Um, I'm going to be tweeting more often, hopefully. Yeah, if you want a bunch of our uh, bonus stuff, you can go to patreon.com slash queer all year. And uh, at our $5 tier, you can get bonus episodes. You can get um, some videos. And um, the bonus episodes are prime. I think they're mainly just cat in there. There's a little bit of me screwing around, but she goes on deep dives and rants and does all kinds of good stuff. Um, on our one dollar tier, that's where Bryant and Jerry Falwell and uh, Oscar Wilde and yeah, there's all kinds everyone of else. Stuff I on keep there. meaning to get around to. That's where they're all gonna be. Um, and uh, on our one dollar tier, we have bloopers, our ringtone. Um, some music, that kind of stuff. And um, and that... if you would like to help us out a lot non-monetarily, you can go out wherever you listen on iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or wherever and give us a five-star rating. And um, if you could leave a review with your rating, that would be even more helpful. It helps whatever you're listening to, whatever you're listening on, decide that we're worthwhile listening to. Um, I would like to get onto the new and noteworthy list, which isn't going to happen because of various politics. But, um, yeah, I'm going to do a push for that, and then anyone who gets us up to, like, 100 reviews, I'm going to get you a T-shirt that says, my mom loves my podcast or something. Yeah, it's totally um, We can do that. Yeah, that sounds good, right? So do we need some advice from a unicorn? Yeah, we do. All right. Well, today the unicorn says, don't be basic. It really is that simple. (laughs) Which I'm not sure it really is that simple because uh, basic changes every day. You know? Um, What what is basic today? Is Starbucks still basic? Well, I I hate... I I don't even want to have this conversation. <laughs> I mean, just the the word "basic" has become I know, it's annoying. a stupid it's weird. thing. I I don't know. You're all a bunch of basic B words. Get out of my yeah, face. Yeah, you know what? Like, <laughs> be basic if you want to be basic. Go yeah, and... there are no problems with being basic. We yeah, love everybody. Yeah, you know what? Do what makes you happy. The world sucks. Go ba- be happy. Basic is balanced. Basic is balanced. Yeah, you know. What does that mean? It means that it's not too complicated. It's not going to, like, fall, fall over on its own weight. Like, basic is a, a good thing. Basic is the opposite of acidic. Yeah. yeah. There's acid and then there's a base. Lie is a base, right? Because in Fight Club, he put lie on his hand, right? And yep. then if you put water on it, it burns. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, don't be basic in that way, um, and don't be overly acidic. Don't be salty. Just uh, be be you, because we love you. 